Y'all know what time it is. Y'all know what time it is. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let me let me get let me get situated because I'm feeling it today. Oh yeah, I'm feeling it today. Let me let me. I'm ready to talk. I'm ready to pop my shit today. I'm ready. To, ooh, I'm ready to pop my shit today. They not gonna like it today. Nah, they not gonna like this one today. What's up? You already know who it is. It's your boy Maserati Shells on Talk with Maserati Podcast. Shout out to everybody who's rocking with me. I'm getting a lot of great feedback. Today's a great day, an interesting day. As you can see, I got on my. Hold on, hold on. You gotta see the whole, the whole, the whole thing. The back authentic. Anaheim Mighty Ducks. Anaheim Mighty Ducks. It is 714 day. That's July 14th every year. 714 reasons for you to hate on me. 714 reasons for you to want to be like me. 714 reasons for you want to dress like me. All that. You know, it's the county day. And it's a very good episode. Today. I'm feeling it. I'm real good, man. I'm really blessed, man. Shout out. I, re- I like the only word is twice. Twice. This is our third time. So you can see it's pretty clean. I've had it for a long time. It's very comfortable. I love it. It just makes me and a little um a little side note of why I like wearing hockey jerseys. Tupac, he's always with the Detroit Red Wings uh jersey when he's spitting that one he got the way he's spitting. Kinda put me on that with Tupac, so I always rock that. So we're gonna do an interview in this today. Good luck charm. Same one full day. Um I want everybody to tune in, share this. It's love, man. It's all love and respect. I'm going to be reviewing. Um, I was going to review two uh, tapes that came out today, but I think I'm going to skip that because um, some of the feedback I got was, was kind of like, uh, it was, yeah, it was whatever. I didn't want to see. Here's a, here's a problem, right? I'll get feedback from people, and I'm not going to post them up there like that because, you know, it's just private. But if I say what they say, then I'm the bad guy, so I just leave it alone. The book of the day, though, and we're going to switch type. You see how I curved that? The Practice of Social Research. This is a very good book. This is for more like, you have to really be, um, like a really brainiac. So this part is Native Human Inquiry. Practically all people and many lower animals are as well exhibit a desire to predict their future circumstances. We seem quite willing, moreover, to undertake this task using casual and problematic reasoning. For, for first, we whoa, it's one of the smart books. First, we generally recognize that future circumstances are somehow caused or conditioned by present ones. We learn that getting an education will affect how much money we earn later in life, and that swimming beyond the reef may bring an unhappy encounter with the shark. Sharks, on the other hand, have, may have learned hanging around the reef may bring happy encounter with unhappy swimmers. A student we, as students, we learn to study hard will result in better examination grades. Second, people seemingly, seemingly other animals, people or seemingly other animals also learn to such matter patterns of cause affect the problemistic in nature. The effects occur more often when the causes occur than when the causes are absent. This is a fucking brainiac book. I don't even know why I bought this book, but not always. Thus, students learn that studying hard produces good grades in most instances, but not every time. We recognize the danger of swimming beyond the reef without believing that such a good swimmer will be fatal. We will return to these concepts casually and problematically throughout the book. As we see, science makes the more illicit illicit points techniques for dealing with them more rigorously. Rigorously. Whoa, that's cool. Anyway, as you can see, I'm not that much of a brainiac because I read all this scientific. But basically, this book... The so the, how the practice of social research. 
So it tells you a lot of things that how we, um, you might unconsciously, I'm throwing this book over there. You might unconsciously do it. You might consciously do it. But social research is basically what we do with data analytics and how we see how people interact with us. And a lot of these books I read, I read a lot of psychology books. You know, sometimes the big words you might not know, you got to look up on Google. But what I use psychology books for is to really see how people operate and how people move. Like really check people's manners and their energy and how they deal with certain people. That's that's something that I personally like because I know how to gauge people and it helps me gauge myself really to look inward. So today, guys, I know we don't do this, but we're going to cut to it. Two projects dropped today. The Juice Kid drops Juice Way, my Juice Way Mind State, I think it is. Juice Way Mind State. State of mind, no, Juice Way State of Mind, my bad. Juice Way State of Mind by the Juice Kid. Very good. I like it. Got some very good. Uh, I'm okay. So, with the drill thing, here's the funny thing with the drill. A lot of people say they tired of drill or why we do drill like this. And it's just me personally, when I first started listening to drill, was uh, who told me about it? Somebody was like, it's some, it's just basically crib music. It was a bunch of New York cribs doing drill, but we've all heard drill before when Chief Keith was doing drill trap. That's what a lot of people don't understand. I've listened to it since Chief Keefe and it was considered drill trap, like Lil J and all them, right? Back back when they back when it spun off from trap. Then the UK got it. Then Brooklyn got it. Brooklyn trap came more popular with Fabio Foreign, um, Fabio Foreign, Pop Smoke, Two Gs and all them. Two 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 Gs is it Two Two Gs? I think Two Two Gs. You know and all them and all them people in that area. And so when you hear that, like to me, just dealing them being Crips, I'm supporting. So. Fast forward to that, Juice Kid was the one, really, honestly, I'm going to keep it real on this. Juke, Juice Kid was the one who just came to me like, hey, bro, I want you on my new tape. I forgot what tape it was. Bro, hold on. Let me see. I forgot. Let me look and see what tape it was. I want to say the right tape because I was thinking about this earlier, right? I was thinking about this earlier, and I couldn't pinpoint it. So, I got to look this dude up. This dude, this dude has a thousand fucking mixtapes out. Hold on. This thing be having that fucking, tell, he got so much fucking music. But I know for sure he was already Juice Kid. So what what album was it? So it was Juice God. It had to be Juice God Four. I think it was Juice God Four. Yeah, I think it was Juice God Four in twenty twenty. He had just dropped Juice God Four, and he was and he was working on Juice God Four, and he wanted me to uh, hop on there, uh, do a drill song. So I'm like, but I listened to it, but I never really did one, right? So we get to the studio, right? We're in the studio. We're working. No, we're actually not working. We're in the studio talking shit. And he's getting high. I'm getting drunk. He's smoking weed. I'm drinking Duce. I put y'all up on that. It's cool. Nobody thanks me for that, though. But thank me later. Anyway, um, and I'm like, okay, what's someone going to do? He said, well, he had a beat. He had a beat from these dudes he got his drill beats from. So he puts the beat on. We didn't even know what, what we was on. And I just said, Demon Time. All of my niggas on Demon Time. That's how I remember. That's all I remember that came to my mind at that sitting there drunk was Demon Time. All of my niggas on Demon Time. Mix it right with the line. I was like, I forgot how I, I forgot how I was. Cause I, you know, if you've been in the studio with me, I mumble. So I was just mumble. Demon Time. All of my niggas on Demon Time. On the app. With or not. All of my niggas on Lemon Line. Mix it right. Dirty Sprite. Lemon Lime. I, was, I just kept mumbling like that. And then that song, I did the hook. He, he was writing his verse while I was on the hook. I went up there. So if you've been to studio with me, I normally don't write my verse. I just go up there and I sing it. All of my niggas is ready. That's why I remember just standing like, all of my niggas is ready. So chop them up, confetti. I remember that. And we finished the song. It was demon time, right? So normally how I work is we'll drop it. We won't even mix it. We'll talk some shit. So when I mixed it, I heard it, bro. It was, I heard it. I knew off top. This is the first song. The name of the song is demon time. So when I sent him the song, he's like, bro, we should do a tape. 
called Demon Time, the first Anaheim drill, just straight drill music, every song. And I was like, all right, fuck it. And the funny part about this, the first song for Demon Time mixtape was Demon Time. The last song was Headshots with TG31, which is an interesting story because how that came about. At the time, you know, we were all collectively uh, pushing ad babies, right? At the time. And um, me and him, I, and I, I had these conversations with a lot of people. I would always be like, man, TG31, TG31, like we should push him. So I was like, bro, we need TG on this. Like, that's just, we just had, an, I had to fix it. Like, we need him. We didn't know about headshots or nothing like that. We just said we need him on the on the mixtape. So I know, um, we was, I, I think I hit him. Like, hey, bro, we trying to get you on this mixtape. We doing Demon Time Anaheim Joe. He's like, bet. Him and Grimey pulled up to my spot in Long Beach. And I remember we were sitting there. We are getting drunk and ch- chilling and shit. You know, we getting faded. And I like, we need a beat. So we picked a beat. Headshot. It said 31 shells and juice. Like the noodles loose, and I, I was mumbling. Thirty-one shells and juice. Thirty-one shells and juice. They was like, man. They was like, I just said it. Thirty-one shells and juice. And then we did headshots, and that was the last song for the tape. So the first song we started with was Demon Time. The last one was Headshot. Probably the two best songs, the two videos we have off that, off that thing. And Headshots went viral. That viral moment. And I say that to say that Juice Kid. If it wasn't for Juice Kid, I wouldn't probably even do drill. And I don't think people would be comfortable doing drill now if it wasn't for Deuce. So whenever he produ- produces a dr- some drill, I'm very I'm very excited. I like to hear because what he does is very unique. Some people didn't like it. Some of the feedback was like, I don't know why he's trying to do it. I don't, they don't like how it is. Me personally, I liked it. Um, if I gave it overall, I give it an eight. You know, I want him to. I be wanting him to do girl songs. That's my only feedback. Like, bro, a lot of niggas do a girl song, bro. Even if you dissing her, you could be in love. You have to do girl songs. You have to listen. I want someone to go to my mixtape, Loyalty Over Everything. Just go to that mixtape, Maserati Shells, Loyalty Over Everything. Listen how poppy, how radio, that shit sounds. And I, when we was in the studio, I was telling niggas, like, look, niggas was mad at me. I said, nah, nigga, that's that. I don't want no hardcore song. Do some pop shit, bro. Do some decks. Get the girls singing on the hook. Talk about the girls, bro. Like, y'all got to incorporate. Stop being, stop making songs for niggas, man. Make songs for girls, bro. Girls buy music. Girls play music. Girls smoke weed and listen to music on fucking Instagram and TikTok and Snapchat. I promise you they do. I promise you they do. With that, so the next tape that dropped was a 714 tape by Juice Unlocked. Now, Juice Unlocked is an artist, it's actually a record label slash blog, so it's a platform that released. Uh, I would say it's supposed to be like a compilation, right? So, the feedback I got from this was kind of interesting, right? Good songs, they all said the songs was good. A lot of people expected those people to be on there. They was just like, basically, what I was told is what I was told it's a 5150 tape. And then, in essence of that, if 5150 would have dropped this tape, it would have been a very strong power move for 5150. It would have showed very strong creativity. I think when people see seen Juice Unlocked was dropping a 714 tape, I think they expected more uh, variety of people from the 714. Because of how the platform is set up, I feel like people want to be exposed to new artists. I think they, because they look at the platform, because a lot of what I hear from people is, oh, I wouldn't know if this artist if it wasn't for the Juice Unlocked blog. So I think they wanted that same thing to be reciprocated through the mixtape. And it being called a 714 tape, dropped on 714 day. I think they wanted an array. I feel like they feel like they're being oversaturated with the same artists. Um, I personally, like, I'm always keep it real. My favorite two artists off the whole thing is always going to be Bishop 5150 and Champagne Manziel. I just like how they feel like dope. Always come through, you know, uh, Virgo, Virgo Moray. Uh, he's cool. He's dope. I feel like with him, he's dope. I just feel like a yeet, a yeet kind of vibe. And it's nothing wrong that he's actually dope. Zay, of course, is dope. Uh, one dude on there I couldn't really rock to because I had got some information. And I was just like, I just can't rock to it. But for the most part, the, the day, tope, tape is dope. The one song on there that I kind of was like, how did this make it? And it's probably because it's like a, um, 
an industry feature. I know one take Kwan that he's been doing shows around here with people. That was kind of like a that's like a I call that like a uh, what they call that a ringer. Because he's already in the industry. He has a family. That was like a ringer. I think that was put on there because it's one take Quan. I felt like it was a ringer song. Like, nigga, you know it's going to go because it's one take Quan. You feel me? And I looked at it like, that's probably like like that. No, VVS, Osiris. I haven't seen him post him much on Juice Unlocked. So that was a surprise he was on there. The Chad, what was, it, Chad, what was it? Chad Laurent? Hold on. Let me get the, I got the thing right here. My son, trusty iPad. Let me see. I want to get the names right. Sorry, guys. My bad. I want to see. Because I was, I was surprised certain people wasn't on there, to be honest. There was a couple people I was surprised that weren't on there. And I'm going to let y'all know who. Here we go. So, I want to get this right. Uh, okay, so, oh yeah, Habits was clean. Of course, Hera. That's like that's like a freebie. Like, like that one is a freebie. That was a freebie. Then, I'm in the Juice was kind of like another freebie. You got Dos Official, Dominicate, Thrax, LaFleur. That was like a freebie. Like, you knew that was going to be good. Then, back it up with VV Osiris, VVS Osiris. And one take Quan, come on, like one take Jake and all them niggas is up. Smoke by Champagne Manziel. Now the sleeper, the sleeper. If you ask me about a sleeper track, which was Pedal to the Metal, was BD BDA Guapo, Activist J, and Eat a Dog. Some of my guys I really fuck with. But the thing is about that song, that beat. I don't know if I heard that song before. Is that beat? That beat was very, very, very familiar. Like really, really familiar. Trinity Topics, um, that was another, I feel like, a, a, another a freebie because they promoted already releasing this very song. It has that Drake kind of, that Drake, Drizzy Drake feel type to it, in my opinion. The songs was dope, 13 songs. Um, I thought it was going to be 14 because I'm 14. I thought it was going to be 14. They didn't do it. I don't know if that has to do with anything else, but I thought it was going to be 14. Honestly, a few people I thought were going to be on here. Let me go to a Juice Unlock page. Hold on. Because it's some people he has on there that I thought were going to be on there and they weren't. Hold on. So I thought for sure uh, Young P2 Flashy might have been on there. Ja'Cory was going to be on there. I thought Willie Armour was going to be on there. Uh, I thought TG31 was going to be on there. Um, who else I thought was going to be on there? Hold on. I thought Worry was going to be on there. Um, who else? Hold on. I'm surprised Two Tone Twins weren't on there. That was another one I wasn't surprised that was not on there. Mike Slice thought he was going to be on there. Jimmy Martinez, I thought he was going to be on there. Um, who else? Dang. A couple people I thought was going to be on there. Kill Switch, I thought Kill Switch was going to be on there, to be honest. I didn't uh, see C Sharp on there. I thought C Sharp was going to be on there. I just thought, it, I just thought me, and this is me personally, the, the, the ones I told you I thought was going to be on there, that's just me personally. I was kind of like anticipating basically in my mind. That one, I gave it a nine for the unity, for the thing. I just wanted, um, I think from what I heard back was just the diversity. People wanted to be, people wanted to, to be more, from what I was told, you know. And I'm not here to post who said what or who said what. It was just conveyed to me. And it wasn't a negative. It was just an expectation. I think it's also like, you know, when you, you see something that's so monumental, that's so like out there, you have an expectation. So overall, good, dope. Part two, I would say for part two, I'd start recruiting early. I, w I would say it wouldn't even have to be on the 14. I would say six months from now. Actually, three months from now, because how the way industry is, you can drop it one from three months, seven one four tape part two in three months. And I would say all the people who didn't make it, I would say make it like, in my opinion, this is just my opinion. Do an R and B one, all the R and B niggas about the seven one four. Then do a trap one for all the trap niggas out the the ratchet music. Then do a seven one four all female one, like just 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 kill every part of seven one four to bring that unity on different tapes like that. And then like or do like a um I would say go to the playlist and just say, you know what, these are the most go to your top most viewed on your platform. Like these people get the most views on putting them out. 
and do it like that. But um, for the most part, glad those dudes, both of those, be able to drop on there on today. That was very, that was fairly dope, right? So on today's show, right? That was that was we got the seven one four part out the way. Now today's show is very, it's a very interesting show, right? So I was talking to my sis, and she and we had a comment. We was talking about some stuff, right? And something came up to where I told her, you know, it's, it's a difference between needs and wants. I'm at a point in my life where I don't need nobody. I just want you. And it's a difference. I think I'm seeing, because I pay attention to what people be saying online, right, about relationships and stuff. And excuse me. And I be seeing people, like, they really need, they be, I need you. I need, no, you don't need nobody. You need Jesus. You need air to breathe, to live. You need water. You don't want to be dehydrated. You need food. You don't need nobody. Nobody needs me. And if you do need me, that's you. That's dependency. You should never be stuck in a, in a role of dependency because I don't want nobody who needs me. Because if somebody needs me, they're only here for what they need. Once they don't need me no more, I'm going to be gone. I want somebody who wants me, to wants to be in my life, wants to be involved in me, wants to be with me through the hard times. That's what we got to stop. We got to stop selling for these people that need you. You feel me? Like, like don't get me wrong. Like, I never, I, there was a time when I was young. That, okay, I need somewhere to stay, so I'm going to fuck with this female. I'm going to play the role. I'm still fucking these other bitches, but I'm going to play the role with her because I need somewhere to stay. As a grown man, once I realized who I was, I don't ever have to do that. Like, to, to say, like, and I get it. Trust me, I get it. Y'all women, y'all like, y'all love the lies. You can tell a woman you love her, fuck her good, and you, you good. That's all you got to do is love her. Say you love her and fuck her good. That's it. She going to go for it for a while. Then once you see the bullshit, it's over. See, women, y'all lie to yourselves a lot. Women, a woman, you you can show a woman you who, who you are, and she's still gonna be. I'm gonna change him. This pussy gonna change him. That pussy not gonna change him, boo. The pussy not gonna change him. Then they gonna take the pussy and keep taking it and take some other pussy elsewhere and keep going. And it's crazy. The reason why I say that is females be so blind to the truth. Like, like it's like I want to put it the right way. It's and this is from personal experience. A woman to meet you, right? Oh, that oh you probably got bitch. You probably got hoes. No cap. No cap. Yep. Okay, I ain't, I can't fuck with you. And then she started fucking with you. You probably got bitches. You knew I had bitches when you was fucking with me. Now you want to fuck with me and say, oh, you got bitches. No, you knew that. That's what you liked about me, that bitches like me. So you wanted what every other bitch like. So now you got with me. And now it's a problem. So, ladies, stop being like that. Be truthful with yourself. Like, it's okay to be alone. Like, what we got to understand is people like, you know, it's, if you can die alone, you can live alone. You know what I'm saying? Niggas must be ready to die over nothing, but scared to live alone. I don't, I don't get that. Like, for me, that's weird, to be honest. To be honest, let me get situated here. Because in the sense of this, right, you're putting your needs over your wants. You shouldn't, like, like I don't get that. Like, help me, help me understand this, right? Because in America, right, you have so many options. Like, like. So many options, right? There's so many women out for men. There's so many women out there for women, and and I really, I wholly, truly believe this, right? I was watching my boy podcast last night, and he was like, "Why are men more valuable than women?" And I, and I was thinking about when he said it, right? And I'd be like, "He's more raw with." I try to be politically correct with shit, and I was just like, "Damn, hold up, men are only more valuable because men are good. Men are more. It's a scarcity. If you really think about it, it's a scarcity, it's more." good women in the world than there are good men so when a man's going out to, to pick a good woman he has no options you feel me so it's more random like fellas let's keep i need my niggas to, i need my fellas sorry sorry about that i need my fellas my men my grown men my gentlemen to keep it real 
How many times have I heard a female say, I got good pussy, I get good head, I'm bomb, I'm freak. You know, we hear that on a regular. We see it on social media and we hear it when we get to know a girl. We hear it. That's all we hear. Now, women, women keep it real. How many times you hear a good man say, I'm a good man, I'm, I'm a family man, I like to stay home, take care of my woman, take care of home, and be a leader, be a provider. You don't hear that too much. You hear, I'm a real nigga, niggas know about me, you better ask about me, I didn't did this and that, I'm a real nigga. Y'all hear that more. So having a good man is rare, so it's more valuable. There's value in, in scarcity. When it's something, the rarity of something, there's more valuable. It's like a, it's like a painting, right? You got original Leonardo da Vinci, Mona Lisa, right? That motherfucker's valuable. Why? Because it's only one real one that he painted, right? But now you take uh, a pair of Ni- Cortez Nikes. There's no value. Why? Because they make them. There's so many of them motherfuckers. It's nothing rarity. You know what I'm saying? That probably was a bad analogy. Let me flip it to a Jordan. Oops. A retro, a retro Jordan, right? Some retro Jordans. Some ones. Those cost more than what? Than a Jumpman. Why? Because they make a bunch of Jumpman. They only make retros whenever they feel like dropping. You feel me? So you see, when I say about that, when I tell women that, like, it's more of you. It's not that many of me. So here's the thing is, right? A man can leave a woman and find another, has a, has a higher probability of finding a better woman, right? Than a woman leaving a good man finding a better man. You know how I know? Because in life, in life, in my life, when, when your ex talk all that shit, and you hear about, damn, she ain't even, she got a baby, baby daddy bullshit, or she with that nigga, that nigga beating up on her, this and this and that. It's like, damn, women really upgrade. Men upgrade a lot, whether it be looks, whether it be body, whether it be money, whether it be style. Most men upgrade. Why? Because when we have a bad situation and we like, we don't want to go through that no more. We know how to filter through. We learn that, okay, that's not what I need. That's what I, that's what she think I need. That's what I, what I want. I want peace. I want a partner. I want I want somebody to grow that's going to pour into me like I pour in them. That's the difference. I see a lot of women. Y'all, this is what I don't get. You talk to a girl, all my exes cheated on me. God damn, all of them? Like, all them niggas cheated? Nope, nobody did nothing different? Why? Because you always thought you needed somebody. You never said what you wanted. See, when you when you need something, you'll put up with whatever. Like, you know, when you need to, when you hungry, you need to eat, you'll eat whatever, right? But when you got money, you know what you want to eat. You go eat something nice, right? When you got money, you know, okay, I got, I'm cool. I'm not hungry. I get what I want. But when you hungry and you need something, it's like when you locked up, right? When you got money in your books, you know, you got big big commissary. You got canteen. You got big packaging sale. You can make a spread. You can make a, you don't know, you don't even eat spread. You make a meal. You make the, the fake Chinese food with the pork rinds, with the jelly and the peanut butter. Then you put that over the rice. Bam, right? You can do that. But when you down bad, you man, let me just get a soup. You putting soup with mayonnaise and mustard and, and chopped up bologna meat from the sandwich. Why? Because you need to eat. It's a difference. And so when you formulate your mind to understand that the fact of how you operating off of needs or operating off of wants. You know, I want money. I want to go make some money. I don't need money. I want money. That's a difference. See, when you need money, you'll do anything. So many people out here selling pussy for money because they need money. And some motherfuckers starting business because they want money. It's a difference. I'm not knocking nobody selling pussy. Get your money. It's, it's, it's the oldest profession. Get your motherfucking money. I do not. Sh- Listen, Maserati shells do not hate. I participate. I pay restitution. Institution of prostitution like, like Sugar Free said. You feel me? Do y'all thing, boo. Do y'all thing. I'm not hating. Right? But what I'm saying is when you realize that you're operating off wants, not needs, you value yourself more. 
And when you value yourself more, you're not going to put up with some. Man, listen. Listen. I used to do some fuck nigga shit. And I ain't going to even lie. I can keep it real on here. Right. But most females that didn't need me, that just wanted me, they would cut me off. I, I didn't cut off. I ain't, they ain't, no. I'm not, I'm not talking about. See, it's different. You get cut off from a female and y'all break up. When a female leave you because you're in a relationship. When you're in a situation or an entanglement. Shout out Jada. Entanglement. They cut you off. Like, you know what? They just stop answering your call. Like, nah. They'll still be cool with you, but nah. And some people still give you some pussy, but they don't have an emotional connection. You'd be like, damn, she ain't the same. I can't call her to come pick me up. I can't call her to give me $100. Damn. She just let me get some pussy. That's it. God, because she just wants dick. She don't need me no more. She just wants dick. Y'all got to understand how these females operate, bro. Think about it like this, my nigga. When you when they break up with a girl, right? She catch you doing bad. And she's still letting you fuck, but she ain't the same. She's not submissive. She's not picking you up. She's not giving you money. Why? She don't need you no more. She just wants dick. You was supplying her some good D. She just wants dick. Bro, I could man, you could tell cause see here's the thing with keeping a good woman, how you keep a good woman is when they they want you and need you at the same time. See now that's the duality with this shit. This is when it gets tricky. You can need and want somebody at the same time, and they can really be beneficial because they might need that emotional support. They need that, 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 that energy, that bind, but they want it too, and they want you. They want you to be that person that binds them like that. So now you're dealing with that duality of want and need. That's a tricky one right there. That won't need, whew. Nigga, hey, you doing things you never thought you would do, boy. I tell you, boy, y'all better stay sharp out there. Stay alive, bro. But, yeah, that, that's um. Sis really brought that when she she was saying some stuff and it made me think like, damn, maybe that's what I should talk about. Because I think we I think in this generation of people, we going for the okie though. We've been bamboozled, hoodwinked and we don't understand that you have to be grounded. Like, bro, I'm just finding this new spiritual space where I'm cool. I don't need nobody. I don't need nobody. I want certain people in my life. I would like to have certain people in my life, but I don't need nobody. If you leave me today, cool bet. You know, that's good. But like I told sis. Somebody walk out your life right now, somebody do you wrong, cut them off. Block them on social media, block their phone, erase the contact. Do not leave a door open for them to come back. Why? Because we are human creatures. We have social habits. We have social needs. And you will let them slide back in. Like, here's my thing, bro. I, I did that before. Like, you know what? Nah, you can't get no access to me. You lost that. Because you're going to see the type of energy I bring. You're going to see the type of person I'm alive. I'm a happy person. I have things going. And I'm not talking about money or financial. I have things. I have energy. I have a concept. I know where I'm going. I'm purposeful. So I know that you're going to miss that about me. You're going to miss the fact that I'm reading the book and I'm trying to tell you, look, this is what you should do. Whole thing. You know the game. But um, I got kind of deep right there. I had to back up. I was kind of sweating. I was kind of preaching. You see, I'm sweating like a pastor. I'm kind of preaching right now. Boy, I'm preaching right now. Boy, stop playing with me. But uh, I ain't gonna hold y'all too long, man. It's seven one four day, man. I love y'all. Thank. Listen, I want to thank everybody for supporting the Talk with Maserati podcast. The numbers are going up. I see them. I appreciate the shares, the likes, the comments, man. Everything. Shout out to both Juice Unlock and the boy, the Juice Kid, for dropping today. Great projects, guys. Really proud of y'all. Um, I think that's it. I think I actually did a good show. Shout out to the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. You know, shout out Disney. Wow, we out of here. Seven one four day. Wow.